Finance can be so confusing and overwhelming. Learn the tips and strategies so you can accomplish your financial goals. Let's break it all down so it's simple and easy to understand. If you know me by now and you've been listening to the pod for a while, you'll know I love examples as it's my favorite way to learn. Please, as always, leave a review. Give it five stars if you found that it has been helpful. And that's it for me. Enough rambling. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I really hope that you've all been enjoying it. Let's hop right into today's episode. And as a reminder, if this has been helpful, you can go ahead and ask any question you'd like. I love answering the questions. I make episodes based on what I think is helpful or what listeners will request. So if you go to my website, personalfinanceredefined.co, I will answer your question next. So let's hop right into the episode. Today's episode is all about when should I hire a financial planner? And I even like to take a step back and say, should I even hire a financial planner? And this might be contrary to the industry. Most people in the industry say, yes, absolutely. A financial planner can always add value. The reality is I don't think a financial planner is for everyone. And I'm a financial planner. And the reason that I believe that is because there are certain people, and I'll get into everything in more detail in the episode, but there are certain people who really love doing the financial planning. They love saying, hey, what's tax law going to be next year? What legislation is changing? They love staying up to date on all of these strategies. And if that's you, a financial planner might just not be needed. I I always say I might go through a process with people. In fact, I do go through process with people. And if we find that the fee that's being charged isn't greatly outweighed by the value being provided, I tell them quite transparently, hey, you should not work with me because the value I'm providing just might not be justified by the fee that's being charged. And so I'm very transparent and very upfront with people because the last thing I want to have happen is someone comes on and all of a sudden they just don't feel that it's a great basis for a long-term relationship. And so that's the way I view relationships, are client relationships for life. Now, no one has to stay with me for life, but that is always the goal. And so the way to get into today's episode is just by giving that overview as to, hey, does it even make sense to have a planner? For a lot of people, yes. I think it can add a tremendous amount of value. For other people, I say no. It just doesn't make sense because they enjoy doing the work themselves. And so there's four reasons someone should hire a planner, as I see it through my eyes, and it's the belief that my firm takes. And the first one is competence. So you want a financial planner who's an expert, someone who really knows tax planning, investment planning, retirement planning, estate planning. They might specialize in stock compensation or a transition from a business. So the real question is, does this person have a competence above and beyond what you can do as an individual who isn't an expert? And not an expert because you're bad, an expert because you're busy doing whatever it is you want to be doing in life. So if If you really think of any of these four that I'm going to outline, of which the first is competence, if any of these four kind of really resonate with you and say, hey, I think that one might add value, that's when I would recommend reaching out to a financial planner. Whether it's me or another planner, the goal here is to say, hey, can you really put a strategy in place so that you feel really confident about your financial future? And so if if any of these resonate, that's kind of the, okay, I think there might be value. And it's really hard to know. I remember even thinking, hey, when does it even make sense to to reach out to a planner? And, And that's the goal of all of this is to determine that. So that first one is competence. The other one that I like to look at is convenience, meaning do you have the time to be your own financial planner or would you rather just be doing something else? It's very easy to Google, hey, what's the Roth IRA limit? 
look at the coins, and I like to say the sides of the coin when looking at Roth IRA limit, you might make too much and now you can't contribute to a Roth IRA and maybe you have to do a backdoor Roth IRA, or in fact, maybe your spouse can contribute more to a 401k and then you can be eligible for the limit. There's all these little details that aren't really Googleable. Now, they are Googleable if you know what to look for, but sometimes there's just so many different ways that you really can't blame yourself if you don't know. So it's almost the, hey, I don't know what I don't know. And if you're just looking for a quick answer, well, the convenience, you can go to Google for that. But Google cannot combine the nuances of how your investments and your taxes and how it all works together so you have a complete understanding of your financial situation. So Google is great to answer questions. I use them all the time, but they are questions in a vacuum. And Google doesn't know what else is going on in your financial life. So how does each decision impact your overall financial future? And are you doing a thorough review to understand how everything impacts other parts of your financial plan? Now, if you don't find this is the greatest use of your time, or if there's just quite frankly, something else you'd rather be doing, this is where a financial planner is able to come in and give wisdom, not just information and how that might apply to your whole situation. The next thing we look at after competence and convenience is coordination. So a good financial planner, they coordinate with the other professionals in your circle. You want to have a team. So you want to have an estate attorney. You want to have a tax preparer, which is different than a tax planner. We are tax planners. And so what I do is I look at clients' income and all their expenses and everything in their life. And I say, hey, based on where you are today, let's not just minimize taxes today, which of course we want to do, but how does that impact your taxes next year and the year after that and 10, 15, 20 years down the line? Whereas a tax preparer, they simply file the return. So what you want to have is a team. You want to have all these different pieces so that you are making sure that you don't just do good enough. Because the reality is, if you're even listening to this podcast and you're making a good income, and you're probably doing all the right things if you even have an interest in the subject. The question is more so, are you absolutely optimizing everything you want to be doing? So talk with a tax planner or an estate planner. That's something that you could ask them great questions, but by having that coordination I, as your financial planner, can go to the tax preparer, can go to the estate attorney on your behalf and ask certain questions that, quite frankly, you would know if you were in the industry, but you're busy doing what you care about most. So the coordination allows you to not communicate just the the intricacies of your financial life to each professional that's taking care of your finances. The last one is coaching, meaning there's information everywhere, but it's not enough just on its own. Coaching is working with someone to to accomplish their goals by serving really as a coach, as a partner. So emotions and biases and stress, they all contribute the way we view finances. So a quality financial planner, they're going to understand their client, provide feedback, and oftentimes in finance, it's looked at as a, hey, this is right and this is wrong, but it's not about that. It's understanding human nature. The, the first question I ask people when oftentimes doing financial planning is, are you sleeping? And they go, whoa, Ari, how does that even relate to this? And the reality is they're very closely correlated because if you're not sleeping well, well, maybe financial stress is a part of that. And so let's learn the rules like Picasso says. Let's learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. A good financial planner, they might be an expert, but it's the planner that knows how to break them down and apply them effectively that will provide the most benefit to their clients. The last thing that I really like to harp on is a good advisor is going to set boundaries around what is and what isn't around really our control. They're not going to they're going to communicate the truth about what is and what isn't in our control and the expectations, they're going to be very clear. It's about understanding really what's the most appropriate use 
of your situation. So when markets are fluctuating, emotions are high, it can seem really safe and smart to go to cash. It almost feels like, hey, maybe someone who does go to cash, whether it be a neighbor or a friend, maybe they know something you don't. But it depends, and it depends on many factors because primarily your neighbor or whoever that might be, they might have a completely different goal than you have. And so it's up to your financial planner to understand what's most important to you so you can reach those goals. Now, money's only purpose, when we really take a step back, if you know my philosophy with money, money's only purpose is to serve as a tool to realize what's actually most important to you. Maybe it's time with family and friends or giving or volunteering. Does your advisor... That's a question to really think about. Does your advisor help you understand your core values? And it, quite frankly, might not be something you've thought about yourself. That's often the case. But advisors that focus solely on building your wealth, they're missing the point. It's up to the advisor to understand your hopes and dreams and understand how they can use finances to support that. Now, an advisor, you want them to be empathetic. They're going to put themselves in your shoes so that they can alleviate fears and deliver the most effective solutions. So the last and most important thing is a good advisor. They're going to be quiet. They're going to listen more than they talk. They're going to deliver solutions based upon your feedback. And that that active listening, that allows an advisor to deliver the convenience of a strategy for you. So competence, convenience, coaching, and core values. You work with an advisor because they exhibit these traits and you believe there's significant value to be had. So if that sounds interesting, always feel free to schedule a call with me. That is, of course, there's no cost. It's to really evaluate, is there a great basis for a long-term relationship? So that's your chance to understand what value would be added before ever paying a dime. It's the way I like to run my business. And if you have any questions on that, you can always uh, set that in my submit a question box or shoot me an email. So whatever's best, but you can head to my website, personalfinanceredefined.co for all that information. And if not me, reach out to another planner, really find out who is the best strategic fit for you. I'm not best for everyone. There are certain people who say, Ari, the way you view money, it's not how I view it. And I say, great, go find a planner who does. Others say, hey, I like the way you view money. And I say, great, let's develop a strategy and a plan. So that's enough rambling from me. Um, Really appreciate all of you who are listening to the episodes. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff. And let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. And I'll see y'all next week. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.